Today's vad will be dedicated, was dedicated, Li'ilui Nishmat, for Ezra ben Tzalha. Bezat Hashem, in the zikhut of the Limura Torah and the Tzedakah, the Neshama Shehav and Aliyah. Okay? Now, like this. We're holding a few days before Hanukkah. Okay? And then we have eight days of Hanukkah. Not all eight days of Hanukkah will be, be in Yeshiva. So we have a few Vaden this week, and we have a few Vaden next week. I think it's extremely important that although we're working on Rabbi Saul's letters, to take a short break and work on Hanukkah. I will show you, Be'ez HaShem Siyat that we could also work on Tikkun Amidus through the Chag of Hanukkah as well. So in order not to be entirely different than what we're doing, I can infuse the two things together a little bit. I will show you a little bit today, okay? Like this. We know in today's generation it is extremely difficult to serve Hashem properly. There is a lot of Yetzahara Mibachutz, we call it. The culture we live in, the world we live in, has a tremendous influence on us, and therefore it creates a lot of problems in Avoida. But people in today's generation's level of tolerance is very little, right? They cannot tolerate their will not being met. There is a culture of prikas all. Many different things. I don't want to go into it now, but maybe one day we will break down many different points with this, which is in the culture of the United States and the Western culture and the world we live in, which has an influence on our thinking. And it becomes for different people in different ways and different levels feel it in a different oifen. But even people on a strong level in Avodah Hashem, a lot of the perfectionism and the approach of what's considered success and how to feel good about yourself, etc., etc. All these foreign ideas infiltrate into the world of Torah, which makes it very, very complicated to make Avodah Hashem. Especially Amidus, the way the world runs, the way the business world runs, the way the world portrays certain things, which is contrary to the Torah Shkofa in the character trait of a human being. So it's very hard, and we are exposed to the world very much. And on top of that, it's brought down the Goyen and many others, that we are living in the Golis that has the Erev Rav in it. Erev Rav means internally, within the Jewish nation, there is a lot of Hashpah that's against the way that Torah wants us to go. So we have a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure with Bachutz, a lot of pressure on So we have a lot of problems in how to be Mekayim, the Torah. And many, many Jewish people are failing on things that they didn't fail on 50 years ago. Okay? So what do we do? How do we deal with this problem that we have? So we know the Gemara in Marcus says, Bo Habakuk ve'emidon al-achas. 
What does that mean? It means that Habakkuk gave us a mafteach. He gave us a key. Through this channel, you will be able to become a tzaddik. You will be able to be mekayim the Torah. Bo Habakkuk ve'emidon alachas, tzaddik be'emunoso yichya. Through emuna, a person would be able to be the driving force for him to keep the Torah. So really, emuna and betochen. From emuna, we'll reach to a practical place of work of betochen. Through these mafteches, a person will be able to keep the kol hatarikul, which obviously uh, emuna and betochen in its truest sense, can only live in a tzaddik. That's why it can produce a tzaddik, right? That's why we talk about betochen in the broch of Allah tzaddikim. Allah tzaddikim, Allah chassidim. We're talking about the tzaddikim. And then it says that we talk about botchim b'shimcha be'emet. B'sim halkenu imahem. My Rabbi, Rabbi Hushku, Levroch, he used to tell, told me a few times that I should have kavona. In these words, but you see clear that in that beracha, that it's to be a boitchem b'shimcha be'emes, you have to be a tzaddik. So just like you have to be a tzaddik to be boitech b'ashem be'emes, so working on becoming a boitech b'ashem be'emes will lead you to be a tzaddik too. Tzaddik be'munosayich. That's the mafteach. That's the key. That's the thing that will take you there. Okay? Now. I'm going to illustrate two examples now. How the emuna and betochen will help you towards tikkun hamidus too. Okay? But again, why is this so important? Because we're going into Hanukkah. Hanukkah is going to give us a big work. Over the next two weeks, we're going to be working Be'ez Hashem B'Siyat Deshmaya to work the sugya of Emunah and Betochen, which comes whenever there's miracles. It gives us a strength to work on this sugya. So I'm going to try. I can't say for sure. I never prepare for Zbazim, so I can't uh, put my mouth where I shouldn't put it. But I'm going to try to show you Hanukkah and Emuna and Betochen together with the Tikkun Hamidah, so we're not entirely different subject than what we were doing. You follow? Because the point that we're driving here around all the Vaden is going to be Tzadik Be'emunah Soyiche. That means we're not learning Emuna, so we should say, wow, it's really true. Hashem created the world. That's Givaldi. See, that fact is true regardless if you agree to it or not. So the purpose of focusing on the inyonim of the emuna betochen is to change, to work with it in a practical way, right? So that's going to be the work we're going to do. Now I'm only going to give you, illustrate two things in how emuna could help with a midas problem, okay? So let's take the mida first of gaiva, okay? Now, in a very, very uh, dacoustic uh, guy, but not the guy that you see, the guy that you could spot him in the crowd and you say, wow, this guy thinks he's better than everybody, you know? 
This guy is, uh, who knows what, right? Most Balai Gaiva you can't spot, including yourself. So you have to know what Gaiva is, you know. Gaiva in the raw state of Gaiva is that a person is Margish his Yeshut. Does anybody know what Yeshut means? Huh? You know, his Yesh. Yesh means he exists independently from HaKadosh Baruch Hu willing him into existence and being him and allowing all the movement of his body that we say in Chazal that every breath you take is you have to mahalal Hashem for that, right? So that means if you have a clarity that you're a nivro, you're a created being, you're not a boire, you understand? So then, that's a certain, a gaiva means I have a yeshus, and if I, the opposite of gaiva is that I realize that I'm totally and completely in the will of Hashem, right? He's mechayami, he knows everything that's going on in my life. He's uh, deciding things for me, wh- which direction my life should go in. All these basic principles, right? That's mevatel diyeshus, right? Where do we see this? The Igeres Ramban. I'm all amata, shamata, the Igeres Ramban. I'm all galant. So Ramban says that if only geus the shayich Hashem. Why? Because Hashem is the only thing that's bad from existing. If you try to take for yourself a feeling that you have the makor of your own chiyas and the makor of your own koiches, so then you are wearing and stealing the levush of Hashem. Hashem molach geus lovesh. Hashem wears geus because he's the only thing that's bad. But if you have a hergish of a yeshus, so now what? Then you took the levush of Hashem. So this is where Emun is going to work. To take away the gaiva, the geus of a person. This is where Emun is going to play a big role. If a person could work on Emun. So be Mesak and the Midas HaGaiva. Now, Midas HaGaiva is Toyavas Hashem Kol Gvalev. If a person has gaiva, even if it's in his lave, he becomes an abomination to Hashem. The way Rabbi Yoyne is masbirat, that means it breaks the connection. It's a very deep point. Just like a person who's a grub Balgaiva. You know what a grub Balgaiva is? The guy's a real Balgaiva in a way that you could smell it, you know? So it develops a detachment between him and his friends, right? So Hashem can be Magish a Gaiva Belev. So it breaks the attachment that Hashem has to the person and is no longer working with him. It takes away his hashkoch. Now this is a big sugi. I don't know if I'm going to go into it right now. Maybe over the days. How there is, um, Hashem can put a person in a different hanhoga. Even though even teva is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no such thing as teva working by itself. But Hashem will put him into a certain hanhoga called teva which he will be working a different way with him, not having a connection with him. I'll leave that for now. I'm not going to go into it right now. It's a whole Ramban with an altar from Kelm. 
We have to talk about it. It's a very deep thing. Right now, I just want to explain this point. So a person is with gaiva removes his kesher with the Rabbeinu Shalal. He detaches his connection with Hashem because he himself is saying, I have a Yeshus. So Emunah is going to help with that. We're going to work with that. Okay? Let's take another thing. This is called Kas. So we know in general the Rabchaim Vital divides all the Midas into different Yesoidas. Yesoida Eish, Yesoida Mayim. So these are from Yesoida Eish, from the fire. Yesoida fire. Let's say Kas for a second. So since Saul is here today, we'll mention a Balatani. He likes those things. Okay? So the Balatani says, Vosidos Kas. He doesn't say it in Lukute Amorim. He says it in Igaris HaKoydish. I don't know if you learned that. Huh? You learned that yet? Or not yet? Okay, you have things to learn. <laughs> yeah. So the point is like this. When a person has Kas, what it basically means is that he wants, that he holds and he feels that his will has to be met. Must. Whether that means that people have to listen to him, right? People have to listen to him. So when you don't listen to him, it's not that you didn't listen to him for the thing that he wants. It's because you blocked his rotsen from being met. That's a very deep point. So he can get angry at life. When life is, is, is getting in the way of his will. Because he feels that his will is the supreme thing. And it has to be met. So if it's not being met, that makes the cast. And that's why it says, So again, and let's say this gaiva and this cast are both things that are driving away your connection with Hashem because it's coming from a certain yeshus. Either the yeshus of my existence and my abilities and my, I'm the makor of my chius, I'm the makor of my koyach and my success, or my rotsen is such a strong reality that must be met. And if my rotsen is not being met, it's a source of my anger. I have a right to get angry over that, right? So these are all coming what they call from the Sadaish, right? So here we have a mahalach how to deal with it without directly dealing with it. We could come from the angle of emuna. So if a person comes from the angle of emuna, he's able to realize from this angle that he's not a yeshus and his rotsen is not uh, something that's so important that the world has to shteltsu to it, you know. So this is a avoid that a person can do through emuna. So here we're going to learn, we're going to spend some time with this, maybe in a few vadim, I'm going to tie it a little bit into Hanukkah more. But the point is, we have to realize through the Yisraelis of Emunah and Betochen, we can go from that angle to make Tikkun Amidus. There's different ways to make Tikkun Amidus, and you can attack it from different angles. This is an angle that you can attack it from, from the angle of Emunah. So when this man, when the, when the Zman is Hanukkah, in Hanukkah, there is a Zman to work through Emuna. But Emuna can't be just, 
I'm masking to the concepts. They're going to have to turn into avoid. And avoid means it's going to make changes. And we could work with that angle, because that's this man, to work through that angle to reach uh, places. Now it's also a zman of clarity, which we're going to talk about. There's a lot of stuff in Litvish Svarim, Hasidish Svarim, all kinds of Svarim, but we'll explain everything out there, Hapshat, you know. That's what we do here. So when they, when the Rekeach talks about that in the Zman of Hanukkah is the Orhagonus, okay, that sounds like a fancy thing. Orhagonus is shining. Nobody knows what does that mean, the Orhagonus, you know. The hidden light. The hidden light, in practical terms, just without getting fancy, means there's a certain clarity going on. In general, the world that we live in is dark. Dark in a spiritual sense means lack of clarity. Like Basil Sashom says, there's two aspects to darkness. There's an aspect of darkness which makes that you can't see. You can't see the pitfalls. And there's an aspect of darkness which confuses you. You think the, the, the pole is a human and you think the human is a pole. That means your ashkafas are confused. Lack of clarity. Right? So in the Hanukkah, Ness gave us a gift. Now we'll go into the behind the scenes why we got that gift. That's not so important right now. We're working with the Avoida. We're not saying Pshotim. We're working with Avoida. So it says that there is this light going on. Now obviously to activate the light, you have to light the menorah. How lighting the menorah activates that light? I'm not going to go into Pshotim because then we get lost in Chedushim. We don't want to be lost in Chedushim. We want to go down to Avoida. And in Avoida it says, in these eight days I could tap into a certain clarity that could unwind my confusions that I got. Because always I live in confusion. So if we let the eight days slip by without getting from it what we could get from it, it's a big, big taina. You understand? Unfortunately, as much as it's shayach to gain from Hanukkah, there's a massive Yetzirah going down. Because whenever there's opportunity, there's always Yetzirah. So most people go to Hanukkah, they don't do nothing with it. Latkes they do, Hanukkah parties they do, and donuts they do, trips they do, off Shabbos they do, extended off Shabbos they do, they do a lot of things. But nothing to do with what the Hanukkah has to offer, you understand? So, we have to stay focused. I'm not saying you shouldn't eat donuts, I mean, Omer Lecha. I don't eat donuts, it's not healthy for me. Well, you can eat donuts, you're young. Alright? So you could have donuts, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have latkes and all these things, of course. But you have to not miss the point. And definitely, before you go on vacation, you have to think twice what you're doing because you have to see if it fits with Hanukkah. And it's for sure not a time for Bitur Torah. Okay, so we have to think about it. So what we're saying right now is Hanukkah is a major opportunity for clarity. The big thing that you're going to have clarity, the big thing, the thing that's the hardest to have clarity is about yourself. Yeah? Chidush. Clarity about yourself. Because maybe a person thinks he has no gaiva, you know? And then if he has certain clarity to see deep, 
he will see that he has a feeling of Yeshus, which is coming up in his life in certain places. And now he has to say, okay, I can make the work. Through Emunah, using the Chag, using Tefillah. Tefillah is a big thing. You know what the scary thing is? In our regular day, there's so much Kelim to work with, to become better, and we don't use it. We just want like these fancy stuff. When you stand in Tefillah and you ask Hashem for something, you're being maskim. If you put your head to it, you're being maskim to hear it, that you need Him. Finished. When you bend down, bend down is not like a joke. Bend down means you bend down. You machria. You understand? So we have to try to talk about this. We have to stop here. So you have to daven. Okay, you got the arm kiss, what we're working on? Okay, we'll stop here.